Why is everyone so obsessed with traditional wives or trad wives on social media? This week, we're talking about the viral videos of women making marshmallows and mozzarella from scratch and how behind the sheen of calm kitchens and cute fits, there's some interesting pessimism about our modern world. And that's worth digging into. Next time on It's Been a Minute from NPR. Live from NPR News, I'm Lakshmi Singh. President Biden says the United States will join Jordan in airdropping food supplies into Gaza in the coming days. NPR's Michelle Kellerman reports Biden also says he's looking into the possibility of establishing a Marine corridor to get aid into the war-ravaged territory. A day after what he called a tragic and alarming event when more than 100 Palestinians were killed after a crowd swarmed aid trucks in northern Gaza, President Biden is promising to do more. We're going to insist that Israel facilitate more trucks and more routes to get more and more people the the help they need. No excuses because the truth is aid flowing to Gaza is nowhere nearly enough. Biden says there needs to be hundreds of trucks a day, not just a few, adding that innocent lives are on the line in Gaza. He says he's also pushing for a deal to bring about a six-week ceasefire if Hamas releases more hostages. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, the State Department. Sounds from outside the church in Moscow where thousands of mourners pay their final respects to Alexei Navalny, the Russian opposition leader whose death his family blames on President Vladimir Putin. Even while he was incarcerated, Navalny remained a powerful voice of dissent against the Kremlin that helped galvanize opposition against Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Final arguments are underway in a hearing over whether Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis engaged in misconduct and should be disqualified from prosecuting a Georgia election racketeering case against former President Donald Trump and others. In Fulton County Superior Court today, Willis's attorney, Adam Abadi, argued Willis did not financially benefit from an affair she had with a private attorney whom she hired to manage the racketeering case. Abadi also denounced the opposing side's line of questioning during the proceedings. Embarrass and harass the district attorney in a way uh, that was very public uh, and in a way um, that was to um, impugn uh, her character as it relates to um, that line of questioning in front of the court. Uh, in front of uh, anyone watching uh, the proceedings uh, as it unfolded. The court has already heard from the opposing side. Blizzard conditions are bearing down on portions of the Sierra Nevada. As much as 10 feet of snow could fall by the end of the weekend. Residents have been forced to take shelter. Many Lake Tahoe ski resorts are closed. Yosemite National Park also plans to be closed through at least Sunday. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says the largest wildfire in state history has burned as many as 500 structures in the Texas panhandle. The Spokehouse Creek fire is responsible for at least two deaths. It erupted Monday and has burned roughly 1,700 square miles since then. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. U.S. stocks have ended the day higher. The Dow closed up 90 points. You're listening to NPR News. Mexico's presidential race is now officially underway. NPR's Ada Peralta reports the two main candidates are women. Xochitl Galvez, the leader of the opposition coalition, opened her campaign at midnight in Zacatecas, a region that has been battered by cartel violence. She promised if elected president she would build a huge prison and have zero sympathy for criminals. Se acabaron los abrazos a los criminales y la ley será 
There will be no more hugs for criminals. The law will be the law, she said. The other main candidate is Claudia Sheinbaum, the former mayor of Mexico City and protege of the hugely popular current president. She has promised to continue the policies of the current government, and so far, polls show she is leading by some 20 points. Ada Pralta, NPR News, Mexico City. The Hawkeyes are lamenting the looming departure of their basketball star, Caitlin Clark. The player, whom Senator Chuck Grassley has described as the pride of Iowa, says she's turning pro. After this season, Clark intends to enter the 2024 WNBA draft. She's expected to be the number one draft pick overall for the Indiana Fever. It has been a record-breaking season for Clark. She recently broke Lynette Woodard's record as the all-time leading scorer in Division I women's basketball history. And she's 18 points away from breaking the NCAA scoring record set by LSU's Pete Maravich for men or women. The Dow's closed up 90 points. The S&P was up 40. And the Nasdaq end of the day up 183 points or more than 1%. This is NPR News. Listen to this podcast sponsor-free on Amazon Music with a Prime membership or any podcast app by subscribing to NPR News Now Plus at plus.npr.org. That's plus.npr.org.